Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Don Fight, currently administrator of Little Flower in Middle, Bar- Middle Branch. Welcome, Father. Thank you, Tim. It's a good uh... Great joy to be back with you again. Yeah, it's great to see you Mm -hmm. again. Uh, Today we're going to continue our discussion from the UCAT about what we believe as Catholics. And uh, we're going to start today by discussing the sacraments. And we'll start by defining uh, what is a sacrament, Father? According to the Catechism, Tim, uh, of course we all know, I think, that a sacrament is a sign. Um, and the catechism says, well, it's, it's, there's something special about this sign. It's efficacious. That means it has an effect. And uh, how can it do that? Because it's instituted by Christ. Huh? It's a sign that comes from Christ. It's a sign of grace. It's a sign of what's happening in our hearts. Um, it's a, a sign that was instituted by Christ and instituted uh, for the church. The sacraments are entrusted to the church, and they dispense divine life into our hearts. So when we partake of the sacraments, we're actually uniting ourselves with our Lord and sharing in his very life. That's right. Exactly. That's the whole point of what we're going to say all week. Wow. I mean, that's, when you think about it, that's really an awesome gift that he left the church uh, you know, before he ascended into heaven is to right. give us the sacraments so we can actually have a way 2,000 years later to actually unite us, ourselves with him and to get closer to him on a on a daily basis, uh, possibly even. Absolutely. Great. Okay, so let's start with uh, the sacraments of initiation. What is baptism? Well, baptism, we know, is, the catechism puts it this way, it's a way out, (laughs) a way out of the kingdom of death. Uh, Sin brings us death. And baptism brings us out of that kingdom of death that we fell into membership in when we first knew sin in the, our ancestors Adam and Eve. It's a way out of that kingdom of death into life. It's a gateway. Therefore, if it's God's life, it's a gateway into the church. It's the beginning of a lasting communion with God that'll take us right into the presence of God in heaven. So again, once again, this is a sacrament that unites us with uh, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's right. Uh, we know if you read the letter to the Romans, I think that's such a strong witness of St. Paul that uh, we are immersed into his death. Uh, we, we, we participate with Jesus. He invites us to, to die with him uh, to our sinfulness, but he, uh, he takes us through that death into life. Huh? So we go into the water, we die. We drown to our sin, we rise into the new life. So, yes, it's very much joining us to Jesus. Okay, so how is baptism administered? Well, baptism is given in one of two ways. Uh, It can be in the more, I guess we call it, the catechism says a classical form, uh, meaning it takes us back more to our origins. It would be an immersion uh, into water. 
uh, done three times, a threefold immersion in which uh, in those first days they were adult candidates uh, who stepped into the water just as uh, they had seen uh, Jesus himself do uh, in the baptism of John the Baptist. they went into the water, but this time it was going to be different. Uh, they went down three times into the water. Um, and uh, each time, in honor of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they rose again. So uh, that's the classical form, to be immersed in the water. But m- most of us are more familiar in the Catholic Church with the pouring of water, which has been uh, the churches uh, allowed that as a, a sort of a uh, more um, reduced version. It's still is immersion into Christ. Uh, There's still a pouring of the water over you uh, three times over the head of the candidate uh, because the head represents, of course, uh, um, the center of our um, intelligence, uh, that that, uh, center of our being where we make a decision uh, to convert to Christ. And then water is poured three times over us, Tim, uh, with the a minister again saying the same thing, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Well said, Father. So who can be baptized and what is required of a candidate? Well, there's not a person in the world that can't be, candidate, can't be baptized uh, if they choose to be, but they first have to come to faith. Huh? That's the great gift that must be accepted into our hearts. We have to desire uh, the sacrament, and uh, that is that very desire for it is the budding of faith in a person's heart. So when somebody approaches you and says, I think maybe I'd like to be baptized, huh? um, you're going to uh, speak with them, oh, why do you think that? Uh, and they're going to begin to tell you their journey of how they came to faith. Uh, and that's what we pray for, for anybody not yet baptized. Once they have faith, um, they will be invited to prepare themselves for baptism. So uh, really it's that faith that must be uh, present in a person's heart. And then they have to be willing to profess that publicly. Baptism is never done secretly. It's always uh, an entrance into the church, done with possible uh, in the presence of the church. Sacraments of baptism are usually done uh, with family there, and if possible, the family of the church. Okay. So if, if a person has to uh, profess their faith, then why does the church uh, baptize babies? Why do we have infant baptism? I've, I've heard this from many of our non-Catholic Christian friends that uh, say that infant baptism isn't uh, biblical because of this profession of faith. What? Right. And um, uh, first let's say why – the answer to your question, uh, why does the church baptize infants – Um, It's because of our constant belief that baptism is primarily gift. Uh, It's not something we decide to do. It's not even primarily our faith, although that is normally needed if you are able to give your own faith. Um, But it is primarily a gift, the gift of the washing of the soul, of all sinfulness, and the filling of the soul with the grace of God, the love of God. And the churches very quickly came to understand that this is all grace. It's all gift. And uh, we yes, we must respond to it, but a baby doesn't have to first make the decision. Now, we wouldn't normally baptize a baby if there's no faith on the part of the parents. Uh, we baptize in the faith of the parents when we baptize an infant. And, of course, the infant then will be expected to, as they grow older, uh, they'll be, by their parents, uh, given the, uh, the uh, upbringing, 
the immersion into an atmosphere of faith where that child will someday say, I do believe, and I want to be confirmed in what you gave me, Mom and Dad. And so confirmation traditionally in the Catholic Church is given to young people somewhere between maybe junior high to senior high age, depending on the bishop they have. But um, it's, it's because God first decided to love us huh? before we made any decision to love him. So, so in baptism, when we baptize a baby, we have believing parents who have made the decision for the baby that they want to raise them in the Christian faith. And what I like to share with people is that the parents are standing in, so to speak, for the, for the baby before Christ, much like uh, one of my favorite stories in the Gospels is in the first chapter of Mark where the uh, paralytic was on the on the cot and the friends were trying to get to Jesus and there were so many people at the house that they had to climb on the roof, remove the tiles, <laughs> yeah, and great. lower the paralytic in front of Jesus. And if you pay, pay close attention to that particular verse, Jesus says it's their faith, not the faith of the paralytic, but the faith of the friends there you go. who had belief in Christ, that Christ yes. could heal this man but, of course, before he heals them, what does he do? He forgives their sins, That's forgives right. his sins. Right. So, again, we have the parents in infant baptism standing in for the child, which when he becomes of age of reason and belief, he obviously, if he chooses to, could reject yeah. the faith if he, if he wants to. And I don't know about you, Tim, but I've always wondered in the Acts of the Apostles when it says that Peter baptized Cornelius and the whole household, uh, Paul baptized the jailer, uh, Silas's whole household could that have included some children uh, absolutely even some babies? We, we don't know for sure it doesn't say uh, that they are any infants there but it doesn't say there aren't either uh, but I like when Jesus says let the children come to me I even remember a, a, a Protestant theologian who said that where that is placed in the gospel of Mark it seems to be in a, in a, a section where Mark is talking about who belongs to the body of Christ the church and uh, so when Jesus says, let the children come to me, it didn't take long for the church to realize that Jesus wants to be present in the hearts of our children, too. Let them come. I will dwell in them, too. Great. So, so again, there's nothing in Scripture that says that we can't baptize babies. That's right. Yeah. And, again, we have examples of, of friends and family standing in for others. And like you said, we have examples where whole households were baptized as well mm -hmm. as Jesus saying, let the little children come to me. Now, backing up a little bit, I've also heard from uh, non-Catholic uh, Christian brothers and sisters that you must be immersed in order to have a valid baptism. And what would you say to that, since uh, we don't do that all the time right. as Catholics? Um, I don't know if there's any biblical requirement that it be by immersion. Uh, again, the sacraments were given by Jesus to his church, to the apostles. Uh, he didn't uh, give the sacraments to be distributed or to be uh, the ministers of them were not to be everybody equally. Uh, in fact, the church still sees that it's usually the pastor, a priest, um, a deacon who will do the baptism if possible. And uh, uh, the church has always said, you know, for convenience sake, even if that alone, there could be many times when the pouring of water is certainly sufficient. Uh, so we, since there's no requirement biblically that it be by immersion, we've always felt comfortable. So, that, so that's a good point, Father. There's nowhere in Scripture that says you have to be immersed or dunked, so to speak. That's right. And uh, certainly because it's the faith, that's the, you know, there has to be the washing of water. The church does say the water must be poured over the head. 
Uh, that's one of the requirements in our rubrics, as they call them, of how to baptize. I can't just put the hand in the water. Huh? It has to be uh, water being poured over the head. And it has to be the Trinitarian formula. Absolutely. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's right. So, so again, question 198 asks, who can administer baptism? Well, of course, I mentioned priests and deacons. The bishop certainly could. Um, but then again, there could be times. I remember a, a person that was in the news. They were attacked uh, by a shark on the, uh, a young man preparing for baptism. Uh, and his fiancée was swimming with him. And when he was attacked, he was, she pulled him ashore. He was bleeding seriously. She went ahead and baptized him. And that got caught on the news. Uh, you know, and it made national headlines. But uh, that was certainly a, a sign that she knew that anyone can baptize in time of necessity, uh, as long as you do what the parents want. Even if you're not a Christian yourself or a Catholic yourself, uh, anybody can be asked to baptize as long as you do what the church intends. Okay. And we read in uh, 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4, that he desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of truth. So again, all of us should want to be baptized if we're not. Let's pray for that, that all do, right? Great. Well, we've been listening to Father Don Fight from uh, Little Flower in uh, Middle Branch, and this has been Tim Perry, your host for Faith with Father, as we go through the UCAT, the Youth Catechism of the Catholic Church, going over what we believe as Catholics. Until next time, may God bless you and yours. Bye for now. This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.